0: blah 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 blah
1: blah we're all good we're all good
0: hello and welcome everybody to the geekscape games podcast this is level 66 it's anti-bullying day so let's just leave shane alone this entire week we are back for another episode of the Geekscape Games Podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape Network. I almost stumbled over that line. Um, That's because you know
1: how untrue it is.
0: <laughs> uh, we are back to talk to you about the goings-ons in the video game industry, news, our reviews of stuff we've been playing, and around the site, and all that good stuff. Um, I am joined with the sanguine Canadian himself, Derek Carnevelt. And the illustrious Josh Jackson.
1: Drink. That's a drink, guys.
0: Yeah, yeah I did. I, I did have to come up with a new uh, adjective for for you, Derek. So I that's why. That's going. why
1: we're starting an hour and a half late is because you had to go through your thesaurus.
0: Um, no, don't even ugh, don't even get me started. It's it's frustrating. Anyway, how's everybody doing?
1: You know, you can just Google Word and thesaurus now, and it'll. You know, you don't have to do it manually anymore.
0: W o r d thesaurus. What's another word for, for word?
1: word and synonym? Any anything like that? It, what's
0: a, it, What's another word for word?
2: Confab, tete a tete. So I watched straight out of Compton the other day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Is my microphone recording in full volume again? Fuck me! Hold on! Uh, oh my god! No! Oh, uh, this is like the best episode to get into.
2: Yeah, this so, is what we're all about, people.
0: Quality over quantity.
2: I'm always I, prepared.
0: And we've done neither.
1: No. Um. Was anyone else surprised when Easy died at the end? I felt like <laughs> I felt like it was. Spoilers. It felt so well paced, but then that last like twenty minutes felt super rushed. Yeah, it came. And out I could have watched like, like seven more hours of that. Like it was so entertaining.
0: Mm. Um, did uh, did Jonathan um tell you about when he did the test screening at Universal for that movie? No, uh, no. So uh, and I don't it's know if
1: probably I, I don't know if you're allowed to talk about that.
0: I don't know if I should tell this on the air, but uh, I'm going not. to. You
1: Um, you probably should stop. This is like a (laughs) Arkham Knight type level. You shouldn't talk about. No, 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 no. Um, if it's confidential, it's it's probably worse.
0: It's, it's not, it's, it's actually kind of funny. Um, he was doing the test screening and at the end of the movie, the last scene is a character, like looking back at some other characters saying bye. And then he walks out a door and then there's like, um, where are they now? Like, you know, credit cards credit cards, like, like, like the
2: after credit, like the pre-credits, like epilogue?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, you know, where are they now? Like what happened? And it tells you all about like, you know, them uh, them finding Eminem, and them finding uh Fiddy, like, you know, all that stuff. Well, the original cut of the movie didn't have that. It just the character walked out the door and it was just credits. And Jonathan was in the uh the test screening and he was like, What? Is that it? Is that it? is that how they're gonna end it? And the lights came up, and he looked over, and Dr. Dre and L O Cool J were fucking not LO Cool J, Ice Cube, cool J. Dr. Dre and I, uh, Ice Cube were staring at him, like looking at him, like like. And he's like, "Oh shit, I forgot where I was for a minute." <laughs> and then they and then they added the post credit stuff, so at least they um they listened. So we, have,
2: so we have And Thomas he actually has London a special thanks
1: in there because of that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Video games. How about how about we do video games for a minute?
1: They should have made a game out of Straight out of Compton.
0: It was GTA San Andreas.
1: Thought it was true crime streets of LA. It was especially chapter seven.
0: Prison architect.
2: Well, I mean, if there was one thing that true crime got a hundred percent accurate, it was that the cops will just handcuff you for no reason and leave you laying there.
1: That happened and, in the movie.
0: And there's and there's demons that live under LA.
1: That's chapter seven, I think, which is what I was referencing. Oh. But I might be oh. totally wrong. Oh. On the chapter. <laughs> I never played the game. Really?
2: Yeah. Jesus. I played um, it until I realized my neighborhood was all laid out completely wrong. And I was <laughs> like, this is an LA's.
0: You started getting <laughs> lost
1: when you were walking home and stuff, so you're like, I gotta stop playing that game.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh Fallout 4 is getting a new survival mode. And there was a leak for the survival mode. And uh Bethesda confirmed the leak on Twitter. And this actually has me really intrigued. Um it sounds so
1: hard it does
2: like is this like a real game mode or is this just like play for as long as possible and try not to die
0: no no it's a real game mode like bethesda confirmed it it's coming out um i um basically what it is is that there's going to be a lot of um it's going to be there's gonna be higher difficulty and there's gonna be limitations and new things you have to monitor for your character so there's no quick saving you have to sleep for at least an hour Uh, Combat is more lethal, more realistic. It works both ways, though. You can take more damage, give more damage. Um, There's a new adrenaline meter where like, the more people you kill, your adrenaline goes up and you get stronger. But if you sleep, the adrenaline goes down. Uh, Ammo now has weight. Um, So bullets and shells have a little bit of weight. Uh, Bigger stuff like rockets and mini-nukes really weigh you down. Uh, Enemies don't show up on your compass. And um, points of interest... Uh, you have to get closer to them before they automatically show up on your compass um, there's going to be, you have to monitor hydration, food um, and fatigue, uh, so you have to like sleep uh, for a certain uh, amount of time, and then uh, fatigue apparently works like radiation, but instead of affecting your hit points it affects your AP, um, and then you can get sick, you have to follow, uh, follow up with antibiotics and medicine um, the, different, like, the different stuff that you sleep in will determine like you know you know how long you can stay asleep and how uh restful and ben benef- beneficial beneficial that's the word beneficial the sleep can be uh you have crippling crippled limbs not auto heal and you have to like manually fix them um uh, did you say then,
1: that there's no fast traveling
0: no fast travel you have to you have to walk it yeah and um
1: that sounds like a fucking nightmare
0: well, it's survival mode in the Wasteland. How and does that,
1: like I don't even have time to play Fallout 4 on like normal mode or so any you, other game? <laughs> like how do how, how is this like that's you're exponentially increasing the amount of time that this game is gonna take. Like it's going from like two hundred hours to like nineteen thousand.
0: Um Yeah, but
1: I mean it sounds awesome and it, it like it just it sounds super cool and super like okay, now you're actually in the apocalypse, like do all this extra shit, but it like it, is anybody actually going to play that?
0: I am, like, I, I, yeah, I, for like an hour. It's, no, it's got me stoked because I, because I, I always like to play these kind of games and like super hard, and I take my time. I, this, this has got me stoked. This will get me back into the game if I can find a PC copy of of it. of course,
1: if you can find a PC copy of Fallout 4, I wonder where one would find a PC copy of a game like that. <laughs> I don't I'll I'll get back to I'll, I'll I'll do some digging. I'll get back to you.
0: I'll hit up Craigslist, see if we can find a PC copy. Fallout four. God, these headphones are itchy. It's been a long day. What do you got? What do you got, Derek? What do you got for us?
1: <laughs> it has been a long day, Shane. It has been a long day. My so, lips are uh, so chapped. Uh Naughty Dog debuted an awesome new trailer for Uncharted Four today. Uh, so well, the- awesome! In fact, that the games director Neil Druckmann said that it was the best trailer that Naughty Dog has ever released. Uh, it's very good. Uh, so good, it, so good that <laughs> they had to, you know, bring it down a little bit by including a piece of concept art. Uh, Stolen concept art. Some 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 concept art from uh, Assassin's Creed Four. Uh, <laughs> so there is a there's a scene in the trailer where uh drake is talking to someone and it cuts to like it kind of cuts to like a painting that i think is referencing a location uh and it's a location basically it's an image directly out of assassin's creed 4 um so so
2: does does this confirm some kind of a assassin's creed it's a shared universe actually it's a shared
1: universe uh all
2: the all the treasure that nathan drake's looking for are
1: actually templar artifacts It's exactly, (laughs) I mean, they could have explained it like that and that would have been way cooler. But uh, apparently, so somebody who worked on Assassin's Creed noticed it, pointed it out on Twitter, Naughty Dog replaced the trailer and uh, they replaced it with a version that does not have the image and then noted uh, the change. They said, in our eagerness to get the story trailer out, uh, we made a regrettable mistake and it didn't thoroughly and didn't thoroughly vet the artwork used for an in-game painting. Uh, We've already updated the trailer. We hold all artistry in high regard and take full responsibility for having allowed this to happen. We want to sincerely apologize to everyone at Ubisoft and the Assassin's Creed team and the original artist and our fans. And then Neil Druckmann on Twitter said, there's no two ways about it. We fucked up.
0: And the the best part was, is that the, the, the art that was in, in the trailer, like the, they erased the character. There was a person standing on the beach in the original image, um, uh, Ubisoft like had tweeted about it and like the community director for Assassin's Creed had tweeted about it. They've since taken those tweets down. The trailer went down, went back up with like a different painting in in the place of the uh uh, uh in the place of the uh, the stolen one. So it's a um uh <laughs> it's been an interesting release for this trailer.
1: Uh I mean it's it it's got to be just a placeholder thing that somebody forgot about because who you know from the point where an or the original animator or artist or whoever put that in like how many hands does that change over and then it just got missed somewhere along the way like unless you have a very keen eye or are an ubisoft artist you're not going to notice that that's from a different game most likely um so i feel like it's got to just be a a case of something like that and in any case it seems like they're all handling it pretty well based on the fact that the trailer you know it was noticed the trailer was replaced hours later they said they fucked up ubisoft deleted their tweets about it like it just seems like it was a. it seems like it was on an honest mistake and it's been treated as such like a no harm no foul kind of thing
0: yeah i mean the, the the character is he cropped or is he yeah he's i can't tell if they yeah they they I can't tell if they cropped it or if they just erased him out. I think they cropped it. So, so who knows? It could have just been like someone just Googled. It, it feels like it's an intern's mistake. Some intern's going to get shafted over at Naughty Dog.
1: He's not getting a paid job. That intern.
0: Uh He's
1: not getting paid at all.
0: Yeah. Holy shit! Ah, One of those what's, days.
1: What's going on now?
0: Oh, n- nothing. Just. I...
1: Just complaining on air. You know the usual. I hate,
0: I hate my computer.
1: Girl troubles.
0: No fucking Facebook troubles. It keeps dinging in my ear.
1: Oh, that's a that's a tough one. Yeah, god, I, gotta, I don't know how I, would, a, I don't know how you I could know. go on if I had that. That's issue. like I I hear that that I, I hear it's a, I hear that like tinnitus. Like it, once it's there, it just you can't get rid of it.
0: Well, I'm trying to figure. There's like oh my god, fuck Facebook for right now. God <laughs> you damn. just
1: close the Facebook window because
0: I have our our questions being answered.
1: You load them up on your phone. You load them up when we're about to read them. There you go.
2: So Josh, it's Pokemon week, isn't it? It is Pokemon week. Pokemon Day is on Saturday, the 20 year anniversary of the release of Red and Blue. And it's also the day that we are going to have the remakes release on top of a bunch of other promotions that different stores are going to have. But before that, Nintendo announced that Friday, they're going to have a Nintendo Direct dedicated specifically to Pokemon at 7 7 a.m. Pacific, I believe. And the interesting thing about it, is that they usually they tell you about how long they expect the directs to be. And this time they're saying that this one is only going to be five minutes. So it's going That's to be really interesting.
1: So it's just yeah. going to be probably like a like a hey, happy Pokemon weekend. Here's a trailer for something that we haven't announced yet. Or Pretty a launch much. day for Pokemon Go, which is today,
2: which is yeah at the at the end of this presentation. No, uh, Oh god, that would be amazing. <laughs> but I'm really, really hoping that it's going to be an announcement
1: for Pokemon Snap Remake. I wish, but no.
2: But I hope it'll be that's more realistic. I should say Pokemon what Trading
1: Card s- Game remake.
0: Yeah, the creator of, of Snap straight up said he's they're not making a remake of it.
1: Yeah, maybe he doesn't know,
0: but he knows.
1: Anyways, he knows. Josh, what are you? What are you hoping? Then, new Pokemon.
2: I feel like they wouldn't know what to do with a new Pokemon Snap because that game only had 150 Pokemon to work with. Imagine now. Oh jeez, yeah. But um,
0: Pokemon Upskirt
2: mini game. I thought that was just called Pokemon. <laughs> But um, the only thing I can think of that has a realistic chance of it being announced is po- the third version of Pokemon X and Y, because every ver- every generation oh, has right. one, and this one seems even more interesting in the sense that usually each of the third versions add like a small amount of content or maybe a new form here or there, but nothing like particular nothing really major. But since Pokemon X and Y came out, the anime has debuted um what like four new forms of of Zygarde, which was like the last major legendary that you could find in X and Y. They debuted that new mechanical legendary Pokemon that's not in any of the game files for XY, Omega Ruby mm. or Alpha Sapphire, so that's like a completely new one. Um they have the whole Greninja extra evolution in the anime where mm. Where Greninja has the ability to take on the form of its trainer, which in this case, of course, is Ash in the anime. <laughs> really so, uh, you can do that? Yeah, yeah and it's all so, Okay, this... so
0: first first off, people started cosplaying as Pokemon. Now Pokemon are cosplaying as people.
2: Yeah, and they get stronger somehow according to the show. But that's uh. not a that's not a game mechanic. That's something they introduced in the show. But you would think if they're introducing it into the show that it's going to eventually come to the game, which is Usually it's the other way around, but they've introduced all this new stuff that there's no way that they can ignore in a new game. So I think it's about time, especially because they didn't have, I think ever since Pokemon platinum Pokemon has been an annual release. Um, and last year was the first year in a long time. They didn't release some kind of Pokemon version. So, so at this point, it, it,
1: has it not been like, it's been a long time though, since X and Y released, like how long is it typically between the, the, Base release to when they release that third version.
2: Typically, it's about typically it's about two years. Uh, okay, in, so in it's kind of right history. on the money. Yeah. So, wait, wait, so, so what you're up- saying is they
0: they need to come up with like a new release for X Y or they just need a new like generation of. So what what do you what do you think they're gonna announce? I'm I'm a little confused here. The third oh, version of mean, X and
1: Y, like so like Z you know
2: how, or Z. Right. Or the rumored the rumored title that's been floating around the last couple of
1: days is Rainbow for some reason, but. Um, i feel like that sounds silly based on if you've got x and y
2: i mean especially because the anime that i'm talking about like the season where they're introducing all this stuff is called pokemon x y and z
1: yeah oh so yeah I, totally
2: so it has i i feel like it has to be z um because there's never been a generation where they haven't had a third version so i'm looking i'm looking forward to seeing what it's going to be but i really think it's that i'll be disappointed if it's just like an an New Detective Pikachu trailer is awesome as that was. <laughs> I want something brand new and that's, like a Pokemon
1: Snap remake.
2: Yeah, like a Pokemon Snap remake. A Pokemon uh, Go release date. Yeah, the po- oh, only. I feel like you know. I feel like it's never going to come at this point. But we got our. Hey, we got our Pokemon photo booth today. Yeah, yeah it looks
1: kind of stupid though.
0: Yeah, it looks really stupid. What, I downloaded.
2: It's like I downloaded it and was super excited, and then the two things that they show on the Facebook advertisement are the only two things you could do with it. Yeah, so that's I'm already all bored. it
0: can do. <laughs> Like, what is it? Like, Like, is it seriously like by, just from, filters? F-
1: from the title, like, I thought it was like, a, like, oh, you have all these, like, vector images of certain Pokemon so you can throw, like, a Pikachu on your shoulder or, like, that sort of stuff. But it's just, like, stupid filters.
2: Yeah, I thought that's what it was going to be, too. But instead, I mean, the first filter is kind of cool where you can add a text box to your picture that says so-and-so, like, in the same style of the original game's text that mm-hmm. says, like, so-and-so wants to battle or so-and-so did this. It's super effective. But, I mean, that's it and you, it's like you've seen everything you could do in like a minute and then you never need to
0: touch it again. It's like it's like a really autistic version of Snapchat.
2: See, and it's crazy because Hyperdimension Neptunia has an app where you can use the characters as like you could use the characters as like personal assistants, and you could set your calendars for them to remind you of dates and stuff and that's awesome <laughs> and that has like the budget of that has like a budget of like 100 bucks and Pokemon can't do better. Come
0: on guys there's uh, my dad uh came up to me he's like he's like you ever see a show called dark web and i was like um well i know he's about- like
1: i am you're like i am the dark web
0: i am the dark web <laughs> i live when on started- the dark web <laughs> welcome to the dark web but um he was like oh yeah you know there was an episode where they're in japan and there's all these guys that have little anime girls on their cell phones and like go out on dates with them and Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And all I think of was Josh. This is like waifu-less. And I had to explain to my dad, my like 70-year-old dad, what waifus were. I didn't have to. I wanted to. It's like, let me tell you about waifus and all this other stuff. And I went into this big diatribe about Japan. But the whole time I was thinking, I was like, was thinking of you, Josh?
2: There was actually this really nice story on Reddit the other day about this guy saying that his dad was terminal and he wanted his dad to really get to know him before he died. So he was showing him all of his anime stuff and waifu stuff. And his dad thought it was weird, but they bonded over it all the same.
0: It's like, the one- <laughs> let me disappoint you one more time. <laughs> dad, Before you die.
2: <laughs> and, and here's a squid sisters concert.
0: Uh, I feel like why
1: would you show that to your dying father? Like you don't want him to die proud.
2: something's telling me he wasn't proud to begin with maybe it was like maybe it was a last ditch effort like nothing else worked
1: was he trying to like kill him (laughs) give him that final heart attack
0: because yeah the hospitals were like racking up so fucking dark this podcast (laughs) i don't know what the fuck's going on anymore
2: what's the next piece of news
0: um a 20 year old Mortal Kombat cheat code was discovered. Um, it leaks the. Uh, there was this famed EJB menu that um, has been found in the arcades. So, do you guys remember like way back in the day of gaming? There were gaming way back. Oh, listen to me. Um, there would be rumors, uh, you know, like do this and this to get this character in the game. Or, or the one I remember vividly is trying to get the Triforce uh, in Ocarina of Time early. <laughs> um and you have to uh, or or
2: use super strength on the truck next to the SSN to find a Pokeball with Mew under yep, it.
0: Yep, and um, there was uh, there there was all these you know rumors and they all you know never came true, but there was this like legendary EJB menu. Um, and it stands for it stands for like Ed Boon menu, and the creator, like one of the guys who worked on it, Ed Boon himself, has been set, has been saying for a while, is like there's still secrets in Mortal Kombat that nobody has found. Well, they found uh, the Ed Boon menu, uh, menu, and it's really complicated. Basically, um, you have to have an arcade cabinet, so that's already an issue. Uh, but you have to type a, a button combination of like like player one block, and then player two block. So it's like it's like eight eight eight, or like you hit it blo- eight times, and then ten times, and then like two times, and five times. And You gotta do it like super fast. Then it gets to this debug menu, and then in Mortal Kombat three, there was. Um, uh, you can even like play Galaga. and uh, <laughs> really, yeah, there was like a Galga minigame in there, and there was all these other things added to it. Um, I thought it was interesting as hell. I love hearing these stories of like stuff that hasn't been found for so many years. There was one recently, um, like I think somebody found a like a, a quest from Final Fantasy IX that hasn't been found, like, like they, it was just found, like, last year. I think we might have talked about it on the podcast. Uh, but it's, like, a super convoluted, like, quest line. You have to, like, talk to the same person, like, eight times in a row, but you got to leave the area, and sometimes you don't. Um, and the conversation and all the stuff I've, like, found when this news came out is all these, like, awesome things that have been, like, kept in games. Um, do you guys, uh, what do you guys think about the secrets sticking around for 20-some-odd years? It's <laughs> um,
1: per- pretty neat. I actually, I have a... Uh... There's a Mortal Kombat machine at the arcade by my house. I wonder if I wonder if I could because I watched the video and it was quite fast. Yeah. I wonder if I could get to that menu because that'd be pretty cool to look at.
0: Yeah, especially in, in person. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, what do you, what do you what do you think, Josh? Do you do you like the 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 lore of this stuff? Um, like coming out, I, I it's it it intrigues me in a weird way.
2: Yeah, like it's always super interesting when these kind of things pop up. I mean, you know, it seems like we're hearing about one every couple months and it's always really cool to learn that there's some kind of like secret that they hid deep in the game and it makes you wonder what else is out there that we haven't discovered or that we might never discover
0: there was um somebody somewhere uh, the, the most recent like big thing was in the old like top-down uh legacy of Kane game like one of the first like playstation one legacy of Kane games there was a door um it was like it was like a top-down rpg um and there was a door that you couldn't see, but it was there. And if you walked in, like it wasn't, it was like a back door to a pub. And you would walk in, and there'd be a portal that took you to like this complete, completely fleshed out side quest of like going to um, some pirate ship and fighting these interdimensional pirates. Very, very interesting, very intriguing. Um, has there, has there been any, um, um, has there been any uh, of these like legends that you wish were true that you know obviously never came true that um. you wasted time on? I know I wasted my time on the Ocarina of uh, Ocarina of Time ones.
2: I remember wasting time on the Smash Brothers one where it said you could unlock Sonic and Tails in Melee.
1: Right, I remember then, that.
2: Because that one seemed obtainable but it really wasn't because um, Cruel Melee was ridiculous but it was only like kill 20 people in Cruel Melee or 30 people, something like that. But the other one was this really really elaborate April Fool's joke where they said you could unlock Akuma in Resident Evil 2 and they had this like, <laughs> And they had pictures of, like, screenshots of him, of, like, a cutscene that he was in that used, like, the same graphics and stuff from Re- from the Resident Evil games. And it looked, like, super legit. And I can't remember. It was, like, you're supposed to beat the game in this absurd amount of time without, without like, using any items or some crap. And I, hmm. I was really good at Resident Evil 2, so I was trying to do it. And then I kept trying over and over again and couldn't do it and then realized it was an April Fool's joke. But Oh, no. But yeah, it was like it was one of the better ones.
0: I remember Nintendo Power had like an April Fool's joke about um, like some NBA Jam game or like some basketball game where you could get some characters and like people readers of Nintendo Power would like write in and be like, I couldn't find it. We're like, you know what's wrong? And like, oh shit, everybody, this was a fucking April Fools' post. Like nobody, nobody realized it. Never, never, never underestimate the stupidity of people.
2: Well, I mean, to in their defense, NBA Jam had a lot of really ridiculous characters that were legit in the game. That's true. That's true. Hello. Hi. We're, we're, <laughs> we're here. <laughs> I thought you were the host. You're supposed to lead
1: us into the next thing. Um, I feel like the only, <laughs> <laughs> the only kind of legend that I always thought was uh super cool and it's not so, of the hidden temple. It's not nothing legend that I ever a seeker. <laughs> it has got nothing to do with actually trying to find a secret in the, in a game but do you remember the the like legend of that polybias arcade machine
0: oh uh yeah fuck what well, um i just read an article about that the other day
1: yeah it was and i it's been years since i've read about it but i and then i was reading uh ernest klein's new novel which is called armada which is super it, it's super cool if you're into like pop culture or video games or whatever but they talk about that game in there and it was this apparent arcade machine that it's like an urban legend. Like no one knows if it ever existed or whatnot, but um, after people played it, they just like would have amnesia. I'm actually looking at the Wikipedia right now. So that's how I'm, you know, I'm not just a really good at remembering things. (laughs) Uh, People would suffer from amnesia, night terrors, and then would stop playing all video games. And apparently after about a a month after this machine came out, Uh, It disappeared everywhere, like from every arcade that had it. There's no evidence that it actually existed. Uh, It's pretty interesting, though, uh, just kind of reading about it. There's a lot of references in uh, pop culture, references to it as well. Like there's you see the machine pop up in an episode of The Simpsons and the Goldbergs, which is that uh, hilarious sitcom that's set in like the 80s with that kid growing up. Um, It's pretty cool, though.
0: The, isn't it like it's based off of like rumors of like people having like epileptic fits from um certain uh uh like other like video games at the time yeah so, and
1: it was it was this like apparent like military test thing or something like that
0: yeah right but it, it, yeah i mean yeah no that's <sighs> when the fuck did you just send <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's meant for the back channel only—the
2: darknet, the, the dark web. Um, Red so channel.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Red channel. Uh, weird, weird thing of the last week. Um, Metal Gear Solid Five won an award at Dice, the uh, big, like, developer only, you know, award show in <laughs> Vegas.
1: What a description!
0: And, um, it was—it's like FUBU for us S. But um, uh, Metal Gear Solid Five won an award for like best adventure game, which seems weird.
1: It was an adventure. Uh, an adventure in listening to cassette tapes.
0: I like listening to cassette tapes. I know you do. Um, Good but, for you, Shane. But, um, nobody was there to accept the award. It won, it won the award. Like Kojima was there, but he said, no, I'm not going to accept it. And nobody from Konami Which is fucking
1: hilarious.
0: Nobody from Konami accepted it. So,
1: Because Konami yeah. probably forgot it existed. Yeah.
0: So the guy who presented the award...
1: He just held it?
0: And accepted it. <laughs> what? So it was uh, Jordan uh, Mechner, uh, creator of Prince of Persia, uh, and executive producer of 343. He was just like, um... I'm going to accept the award on behalf of Konami.
1: That's Bye. hilarious.
0: <laughs> so the, the never ending drama and hilarity of um, Konami wanting to forget that Metal Gear Solid 5 exists while still trying to support Metal Gear Online uh, continues. Very, uh, very interesting tale.
1: I mean, it sounds it just sounds like almost expected at this point. Yeah, another interesting chapter in this whole Konami Metal Gear saga. Possibly the last chapter.
0: Uh, well, it is. It. Uh, well, no, is it the la- yeah, it's the last one of gear.
1: I mean, the last chapter in this whole debacle.
0: Uh, all right. I'm 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 running on fumes, one cylinder, no spark plugs. So business you, as usual. What do you What do you What do you guys <laughs> got?
1: Uh, I was excited to learn that uh, it's still rumored at this point, but apparently, uh, there has been a rating for multiple versions of a title called bioshock the collection uh which will apparently come to pc ps3 ps4 xbox 360 and xbox one in the coming months and obviously come with uh bioshock bioshock 2 bioshock infinite and all dlc uh it's been at you know as a console gamer it's been a long time since i've been able to play those games uh based on the fact that i got rid of my ps3 when i got a ps4 really? uh, and i don't have playstation now um um, and I would love to uh, play through them again so hopefully this is not a rumor and it is true and I feel like it would be a great time to release this game now yeah. uh, can you,
2: uh, now can you pay extra money to get two taken off <laughs> I feel
1: I like two I liked what? it I, I hated two was stupid.
0: two was negative good, negative fun
1: I enjoyed the whole series
0: um the first one and the novel you read the novel I read the novel was it good it was okay <laughs> Is a the novel list. coming with this one?
1: Uh, probably not.
0: Um, where, and where you know it? what else
1: won't come with it? The sweet collector's edition content from Bioshock Two.
0: I'm gonna eBay that real quick because I still with am that furious. vinyl record. Yeah,
1: it's probably like super cheap.
0: That's like forty bucks.
1: Yeah. for just for the record. Yeah. No. Huh. That's like a hundred dollars Canadian at this point. So
0: I'll give I'll give you forty dollars for it.
1: <laughs> no, it's all right.
0: Um, we should at least get you um, like so th- they sell like. Uh, p- uh frames that um
1: yeah i've seen them
0: well no no the, like there's a certain frame that i saw where you can like pull the 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 record out of the actual jacket so you can see like half mm. of the vinyl and it's the still entire- sealed though we'll open
1: it i don't want to open that Why not? i don't know i don't have a, i don't have the wall space in my current place to display things anyway all my Amiibos are in like boxes Ugh. it's awful it's awful <sighs>
0: You know what else is awful? The rest of this news list. Is there anything else we want to talk about? <laughs> I thought you
1: would be really excited to see that Postal Two. Sorry, not Postal Two. The original Postal is being remade. The, the basically only you know thing after the I success like about- after the success of your you know, b- titles that you loved like Hatred, uh, Postal Redux Worldwide 2016 coming to Windows, SteamOS, and OS 10, and uh, that those versions are coming in the spring and afterwards. Uh it's coming to PlayStation 4 as well.
0: I, I still can't believe that running with scissors is still around.
1: Yeah, so it says and I mean I've never played a postal game, but apparently I mean it obviously it's it's the same as what it was before, but in the game you take control of the the character is literally called the postal dude. Uh yeah. <laughs> as he battles to survive in a world gone mad. Crazed gunmen are out for blood and wait around every corner. Players fight back with a destructive arsenal as they make their way through a kill or be killed psychological thriller.
0: I think I think the pedigree of Postal, um, like gamers need to know about Postal. It was a game that they do. (laughs) Well, no, no, no. It like because of like how much um, like shit it got because it it it, at least Postal two. Who did you play as? You played as.
1: Weren't you like Gary Coleman or something? Yeah, you
0: play as Gary Coleman, and like you could go around and pee on people, you could kill people. Do you play was- as
1: Gary Coleman, or is he just a character in the I game? I
0: think you play as...
1: I don't Gar- think that you play as, as him. Oh, I think you just meet him. Coleman.
0: But uh, it, it, it definitely spurred um a lot of controversy, and it was...
1: Controversy, yes.
0: Controversy. There's a lot um, of
1: controversy with that title. I mean, Pete, I still hear it brought up from time to time, and this is probably 20 years later? When did it come out? Maybe not 20 years. 97. Later. Okay, so almost 20 years. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I was just looking at my Postal T-shirt today that I got for free at E3 when they were bringing out that crappy movie.
0: So, okay, so
1: I think Shane loved that movie.
0: That that was the only thing that I really, really liked about the movie is I I will defend that movie to the death. That movie was was so funny. It was it was so um I like I like when a uh, a narrative is aware of itself. That's like one of the reasons why I love Snakes on a Plane because they realize that Let's just make an action movie, but not take ourselves too seriously, and just put like ridiculous shit, like snakes on a motherfucking plane. But the um, as for serious and douchey as Uwe Boll can be, sometimes he was very aware. Sometimes, uh, very aware of what he was doing. There's even a scene where um one of the crea- one of the the leads for Running with Scissors like shows up, and he's like, he's like, "Fuck you, Uwe Boll! What well, you ruined my video game?" And like shoots Uwe Boll at like a press release. <laughs> <laughs> like at a park, so it's very aware of itself. Yeah, there's some like weird parts, but it's it's still a very funny movie to watch. And I say and that's my bad movie of the week recommendations. You no know, Monday music, but bad movies of the week. <laughs> Geekscape.net.
1: This is the only week that this exists. <laughs> because that's how consistent Shane is. I'm not <laughs> yeah. bullying you. If that wasn't a bullying statement. I is was it just... bullying if it's true? No, it's exact exactly. Statement. It's it was just I was just observing.
0: Anyway, is that it? Is that, is um, that
2: it? I, I guess. I guess just to round it out, Fire Emblem sold like three million copies in three days, which is, is that was it
1: three million? I thought it was <laughs> three hundred thousand when I read it earlier today. No, I think they said, and it, I was like, that does not seem like very many.
2: I no, I think it said that it was three million, and that three hundred thousand was the previous record holder, which was Fire Emblem Awakening.
1: No, I'm no, looking it at didn't... it right now. It says.
0: If it, it says sold that birth Then it would it would beat fucking like no 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 no. no.
1: It no. says it hit re- uh, Nintendo announced in a press release that over its three day launch window, the game which hit retail in two versions, Birthright and Conquest, sold a combined total of more than three hundred thousand copies. Oh, that's okay. more than f- that's more than five times the number of units moved by uh, Fire Emblem Awakening, which sold one hundred and eighty thousand in its first month.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it was um, and that's U.S. Yeah, um, I think that
1: was just U.S. Yeah. Well, obviously it came out in Japan a long time ago, didn't it?
2: Yeah. Well, not a super long time ago, but long enough.
0: So I, I got a question for you, Josh. Um, yes. I, I looked it. I looked it up, and um, I was just looking up the numbers with with Derek, and they, Birthright, Conquest, and Revelation all have different reviews. Are they really like that drastically different of a game? Well, or is it, or is this basically like a Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue scenario?
2: Well, no, it's and Derek and I were talking about this and like through text like a few days ago. So it's kind you don't of don't text it's, me anymore because you only send me
1: squid porn.
2: Hey, and it's hard to it's hard to have a conversation when you don't have both hands free. But,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and Josh but, uh, is like, hey, I'm writing this thing. Can you check this? And I'm like, yeah, dude, thanks for writing. And you don't send me those texts for some reason.
0: I hate you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but it's weird. Like. When you. Okay, so if you buy Birthright or Conquest, like Conquest is supposed to be like the old Fire Emblem games that are like really hard. There's no place to grind or level up. Like you just. You level up through the story missions, and if you fuck up and put all of your kills on one person, then the rest of your army is going to be garbage. Whereas. I'm going to note that down. (laughs) Whereas Birthright is like Fire Emblem Awakening, the previous game in the series, which was made a lot more. I guess you could say accessible where there was maps that you could replay over and over if you wanted to grind or just like a variety of things that make the game easier. Um, So that's, and then the third one revelation, it's a DLC mission that is a separate story in between both of them. Ah, okay. So I, that like, it's weird though, because, okay. So if you buy the games physically, you either get birthright or conquest, right? And both games are identical up until a certain point. And
1: then you're like chapter six or something, something like when you
2: Yeah, yeah. And then you're you make a choice like which family you want to pick. Whereas if you buy the physical copy, you don't actually get the choice because it follows whatever copy you bought. And then but if you bought the digital version, or the collector's edition, which is every version on one cartridge, they give you a choice at that point, like which family do you want to side with? Or do you want to side with neither, which is the revelation path? Ah, And then which is back. only
1: open to those who purchase the collector's edition
2: at this point, right? Right, yeah.
1: It releases to everyone else on like March tenth or something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah.
2: And then it's like if you bought the digital copy, whatever side you pick is what your game becomes and the other side's completely locked out unless you pay another twenty bucks to purchase the <clears throat> opposite version. It's like the Jeez, weirdest, so most that, convoluted.
1: That's interesting too, because both on the eShop, both versions are available for sale. Right. Yeah, so I'm. So, for instance, you could buy, like, you could buy Conquest and then be like, oh, I'm actually going to choose the birthright path and then it switches.
2: Um, that I'm not completely sure. That's how I read it or that's how I heard from other people who bought the digital copy. But if you're telling me that they're selling it labeled as Conquest or birthright, maybe that's not the case. Yeah, they're
1: definitely, but they're definitely both in the eShop. Hmm
2: okay yeah so then i'm then maybe that maybe whoever's talking to me and shit.
1: like my copy which was not purchased from the eShop, but my copy um like specifically says conquest like on the home screen and the title screen of the game says conquest and everything like that and i'm not at that point where you would choose a family yet but but i mean everything's labeled as conquest basically
2: right yeah so i don't know it's just the way that they're doing it is so weird it's like it's big elaborate way of doing disc lock content content essentially so it's very
1: nintendo is what you're saying yeah it's very nintendo <laughs> it sounds
0: like something capcom would do no no capcom but i think it's different worse, it, but we'll
1: talk about that on the th- games we've played this week <laughs> i oh, think oh, yeah. it's different in that all three of these things are like massive experiences mm-hmm. um And it's like this weird convoluted way of, hey, instead of paying 35 or 40 bucks or whatever these games cost, like once you purchase one version, the other campaign, like they're full campaigns, the other campaigns are only costing you $20 each. Yeah. And then it's just a very very Nintendo way of like, hey, you've already purchased one version, so save money on the additional ones, basically.
2: Right. And then there's with, and then considering what we were just talking about where Conquest and Birthright are drastic, you know, once they split from each other, are drastic are drastically different uh, in the way that they play or the, the type of experience they provide that makes it a lot, that makes it somewhat more, I guess, understandable when it's essentially you want it, you're picking one that's more easy to get through. And then another one that's a yeah. classic experience because awakening kind of alienated a lot of the hardcore, like yeah. long time. fire. Yeah. Doom which players. is really
1: cool to appeal to everyone. And that said, I have conquest and I've never played a Fire Emblem game before, it gives you a lot of difficulty choices. Like, there was difficulty in. There was a selection for difficulty, both in how hard you want the game to be, and also how hard you want, like, the do your characters come back to life system to be.
2: Yeah, because that was one of the hardest things about Fire Emblem that, like, when your units die, they die for good. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. So it's it's ridiculous i'm i for one kind of welcome the easier difficulties because i would always yeah. get stuck through ha- like the ha- halfway point of or like, it like what do you do at
1: day. that point you just got to like you either start just soft, again, start yeah, you over just again set or quit playing does. forever
2: yeah i mean i've read too about where people just played until they got to a point where they literally couldn't continue because they had no people left and they had to restart yeah
1: and then you're like however you're dozens and dozens of hours in you don't want to replay that so you just never finish it
2: yeah, that's that's that's, <laughs> m- that's most of my Fire Emblem experiences. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> that's what happened to me in BioShock 1. How? Um I dropped my 360 when I was leaving a LAN party and it like it scratched the platter on the, the hard drive so I lost all my save data. Ah, and I was like 80% of the way through and I was like, nah. So Yeah, that's and then big, I,
2: And then I think the only what? thing we didn't I think the only thing we didn't cover is the polit- the anti-game violence politician smuggling guns, but I don't see the oh. correlation because guns don't kill people people kill people
0: I and mean, video I games video games people. kill people <laughs> yeah exactly um it's just it's really funny because i've i i heard this story from like two different sources um one of them said um the um uh the this the blah, 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 blah. <laughs> the uh california um state senator uh who was the the head like um uh, opposition in the whole, like uh, when S- Schwarzenegger tried to to make it illegal for you to sell underage kids like r- uh, rated M games in California, he was like he was um, he was you know on his side. He was with Governor Schwarzenegger, and he's like, oh, M rated games are Satan, and he was also a very anti gun guy. Um, and uh, then he um, got arrested for racketeering and gun running. He got arrested like last March, but he got indicted. Today, maybe I he's just it's...
2: trying to keep them out of the hands of gamers <laughs>
0: <laughs> by selling them by selling them to drug dealers.
1: Yeah, they're not playing games.
0: Oh, um <laughs>
1: they don't have time for that shit.
0: <laughs> they gotta, they gotta, they gotta sell some blow and get rid of that yayo.
2: I mean, there wasn't a single game played in straight out of Compton, so I believe it.
0: Uh, just that that damn hustle game, dog. Yeah.
2: Hustle game, hustle, hustle, hustle.
0: So speaking of games, Josh, what have you been playing? You finished Neptunia. Holy shit. I've played so much over the
2: last like week and a half, two weeks since the last time I've been on. Most of uh, it. Were you, you weren't on last week, weren't you? No, because I was fed up with my computer, Yeah. which after the way everything is going this week, you wonder why. <laughs> um, but yes, I finally finished Neptunia. It turns out that I was like at the very end for a while but I was trying to finish these side quests that I thought were going to affect my ending but it turns out it had nothing to do with anything and it was just an annoying <laughs> grind fest.
0: <laughs> oh fun.
2: Yeah. And I didn't even finish the quest line so now that I'm playing my new game plus <laughs> that really? whole quest line has to be restarted so I'm probably just never going to do it. But yeah, it was great. Like destroy we pretty much destroyed the spirit of the Dreamcast and everyone was sad.
0: Is there a um is there a uh, Saturn character?
2: No. I think the Saturn character is supposed to be like some ancient character from years past or some shit, because I think Neptune herself is supposed to be this imaginary console that came out of after Saturn and apparently after Dreamcast, since this game puts Dreamcast before. Mm, Okay. but yeah, it was interesting. Netgear got a lot of screen time and people treated her with respect. So I was much more satisfied than I was with the third game. They even okay. give you an option that, towards the end to choose whether or not you want to play as, like, one group of characters or the other with completely different story paths that you can't replay on the same playthrough you have to go through on a new game plus. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm making Nepgear the protagonist. Why the fuck would I pick anyone else? So that was fantastic. Um, from there, I played – I won a Splatfest. So I think it's, like, the third Splatfest I ever won. Mm. But what makes a- this a- – And I
0: neglected to join. Like, uh I thought we were
1: all excited for that.
0: Yeah, I was. I just didn't...
1: You're just full of shit. Fuck you. <laughs> like your articles.
0: Ah! You
2: know what? I, I'm, I was thinking about it earlier. I'm still waiting on that companion article about how the ending of Black Ops 3 sucked. It's in the drafts. No, it's since, I uh, went October? I can't talk, though. I have I have shit in there from, like, last year under drafts. But anyway... Um, yeah, You've also published
1: this... stuff since last year, though. <laughs>
2: Every time I like sorry say it was Anti-Bullying self- Day, I'm sorry. Yeah, every, t- every time I say something self-depreciating, Derek's always like, "Well, but you've also written fifteen <laughs> things." I'm like, "Thanks for keeping me picking me if up." If we're looking at averages, <laughs> but um, this flat fest is especially important because it was the big Pokemon Red versus Blue, and I always pick the one that I feel most honest about. I don't pick just to win, but I was pretty, I was pretty convinced that Blue was going to win because. Typically, the most popular choice never ends up winning the full spot fest, and that came true this time because I think red was like fifty-seven pop- percent popularity versus forty-three percent, but the number of wins was like something way higher for blue. Usually, because the more popular team kept- keeps getting into matches with their own team because there's not enough of the other to go around, and ah. screws up the win, screws up the win ratio interesting and wins are worth a lot more point win percentage is worth a lot more than popularity so hmm. this time i put in the time apparently i did it really fast compared to everyone else's averages but i got to the highest Splatfest rank in about three and a half hours and it was completely wow. worth wow. it because i got the full reward and proudly represented team blue and we ended up winning so that was awesome cool um and then aside from that i platinumed gravity rush for the second time this time on ps4 it was a lot easier this time, and it was completely worth it. I actually am tempted to delete my save just to play it all over again. That's how much I had fun with it. And I never play. I rarely play games more than once these days. But if you I mean, but didn't, did
0: you? have already played this game too, haven't you?
2: Yeah, I platinumed it on the Vita when it came out, and then I platinumed it on PS4, and now I'm thinking about erasing it on PS4 to play it again. It's fantastic. Go get it. Go get it. What are you doing?
0: I'm recording a. Po- I'm attempting to record a podcast. How's it going? Awful.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um. But then. <laughs> Outside of that, I played the first like three chapters of Fire Emblem and already died, so I'm never going to play it again because I'm pissed off. Um, Mega Man Anniversary came with the Collector's Edition with the gold Mega Man Amiibo. I played the first half of Mega Man 3, and I do not remember it being this slow and chuggy, but maybe I'm wrong. But my god, the slowdown is so bad, and enemies will just, like, like I can't shoot because the slowdown is so bad that it's messing up with my inputs. And it's driving me crazy. Wow. Really? i mean even if this was in the original version and they did a perfect port you would think considering it's been like what 25 years since this game came out they could have done something to make it run better but then it wouldn't be authentic
0: isn't there isn't there a thing about like some games you just can't emulate because even if like there's just something to do something to do with the processors you can't emulate them even if you have like technically enough like clock power it's just because of the processors of what they were written on yeah think well and there's
1: some there's i know that there's games that there's a lot of games that specifically timed things to clock something cycles. to do with clocks yeah clock cycles and by using something more too powerful it messes up everything
0: so i uh, in my in my experience of like uh collecting like retro dos games is that um in in a way to like save code and save like space um they would uh back back in the day like 386s and like dos 31. um uh have and, those like, hit alaska yet uh they just came out it's been amazing um they would they would tie frames per second to your They clock must cost cycle. a
1: pretty canadian penny
0: um uh, all the canadian pennies we you guys don't, get rid of the yeah pennies? we
1: don't actually have pennies anymore
0: you know what i found out
1: we don't have dollars either
0: is it in alberta at strip clubs uh the strippers will actually like hold like hold up pictures like their their headshots yeah, uh, like in front of their vaginas, and then they'll people will throw loonies and toonies at them trying to hit the pictures, trying to hit them in their vag.
1: I mean, we don't have dollar bills, unfortunately, so how else are they going to get tips?
0: Exactly. Flicking some loonies and toonies at some Canadian vag.
1: <laughs> Games
0: podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's a game of chance. Uh, chance, you might get some STDs. Is that what happens? I guess. I don't know. Uh, Derek, what have you been playing?
1: uh this week i played a little bit of fire emblem fates conquest uh i'm not very far i'm in like the second chapter it seems really cool did did sorry not bioshock did uh fire emblem awakening look that good like everything i saw from fire emblem awakening i never saw these like cool 3d battle scenes or anything like that are those new to this game
2: no i think they debuted with awakening but oh it's really good
1: looking i i'm really impressed with the uh like production values on the game. Um, there's a lot of voice work. They, it just looks great. Uh, the 3D is awesome on the new 3DS. Um, yeah, no, it's it's really cool. I, one thing that I'm having an issue with, though, is uh, there's my color blindness is getting in. I, I've had a couple of battles where there's quite a number of people on the field. And both by looking at them and by looking at the map on the lower screen, I cannot, I, I know there's people there. It's hard for me to, to discern which team they're on. And so that is pretty frustrating. Really? Uh, and there's no colorblindness mode. I already looked. Um, but yeah, so that like, it's taking me a, like, like it's, there's been a point where there's been one enemy left and it takes like so long to figure out where they are because, I can't just see, look at the bottom map and see what color it is. <laughs> and it's super frustrating because it's stupid. It's like a stupid thing to not be able to see. Uh, but uh, aside from that, I'm loving it so far. It's it's different than I anticipated it to be. Um, and I, it's my first Fire Emblem experience. So I can't wait to kind of jump deeper into that um aside from that i started before, before
0: you move on from yeah. um fire emblem I, I was collecting i was trying to collect as much information as possible before i could i could bring it up um and i was considering to write an article about it but i don't think there's enough content to flush out a page but basically there's um the english translation is such garbage for this game that there's a group of 3ds hackers they're going to put a fan translation out um to fix the dialogue because apparently the dialogue is garbage compared to the original like uh Japanese um uh like dialogue. Uh have mm. either of you noticed like really cheesy English dialogue?
1: Uh, a little bit, f- but I thought that that was the point.
2: Yeah,
0: um, I think I
2: think it was more that they changed the dialogue when it sounded too violent or suggestive and compl- and switched it around to something more I guess family friendly, which is kind of um, weird because I would imagine that families aren't playing Fire Emblem, but
0: Um like here, here's an example. The original Japanese translation for a scene said, uh, "Besides, I heard that the world here is really dangerous." Eek! Right after I say that, something scary is happening. And the English translation is, "Besides, Daddy says that it's super duper dangerous in this world." Eek, that's, that's, that's cute. That's cute. That stuff over there is just about as super duper dangerous as it gets.
2: That's that's kawaii desu yeah
0: Yeah. Um, I don't. I. I don't know. I, I it, apparently the uh, Nintendo Treehouse did the localization for it, and everybody is universally hating it. It's like, um, you know what?
2: You know what? Who cares? I don't. Know. I don't
0: apparently, I,
1: I, I, I don't care. I don't care.
0: Oh, well, I'm gonna. I mean, I'm actually gonna.
1: Go- I thought that it was supposed to be like that, and I was like, "Oh, that's it's fine." It's like I don't care. As far, I mean, ideally,
2: if I had the choice, I wouldn't have it so drastically different. But the way I look at it is that.
1: Fire you know it's cool the game the came verge. out in North America.
2: Yeah, the Fire Emblem didn't come out in North America for the longest time. I think its debut over here was after was Awakening. Oh, no, it school. was popular Oh no, was
1: it was the Fire it was the Game Boy the, Advance one, wasn't it? Yeah, with
0: it Roy C- of, I thought it was the GameCube one. No, no, no it was the Game Boy Advance one. The Game, the game the Boy, game Advance, Boy one.
2: Advance one with Roy because of the character's popularity in Smash Brothers was the only reason it came out here, and I think that was like Fire Emblem 6. Oh, yeah, something like so, that. It's
1: crazy. So I huh. mean,
2: I'd rather I'd rather have it have an awkward
1: translation then no game at all yeah especially a text heavy game there's no way i'm importing that
2: crap
0: (laughs) (laughs) well it brought up a really interesting thing about um how easy it is to hack um a 3ds so i think i'm gonna try to dig into that and mod my 3ds apparently it's pretty easy
1: yeah i heard the same before too but anyway i thought that it wasn't unless you were on a super old firmware
0: uh downgrading to that firmware is actually apparently really easy
1: oh is it that's changed then because it used to not be the case yeah oh interesting uh so so aside from that i started the uh walking dead michonne mm -hmm. uh, which just came out uh yesterday um so far this is the i think this is the first oh no i played minecraft story mode on the ps4 but this is the first walking dead title that i played on the ps4 i'm not through the chapter yet enjoying it so far um I'll have uh, obviously a written review up in the next few days. Um it's pretty cool so far. Uh, still ha- those classic telltale issues are still there. There's lots of slowdown. It the engine is old as hell and needs to be updated and it what definitely it, what, t-
0: Is it is it running on a specific like uh telltale engine?
1: Just the one the same one they've been using for like 7 decades.
0: 7 decades. They've been they've their engine has existed longer than the Walking Dead IP
1: basically but the way that it runs it, i i believe it. Uh, it, it i'm you know i'm hi- hyperbolizing slightly if that wasn't obvious but um
0: oh you don't say that oh, I'm, I'm
1: but uh it's it doesn't run overly well but the voice acting is stellar there's like the the character that's playing michonne is she was one of the main characters on uh the orange is the new black on netflix Um, so some stellar voice acting here story seems really cool. And as a reader of the walking dead comic, um, it's really, you know, Michonne kind of just disappeared for this time period and you never really find out what she did or where she went. And this is meant to fill in that gap, which is cool. I feel like I don't know, you know, if I wasn't a comic book reader, it, it's not attached to the other walking dead games, of course, because it's set in a completely different place, it's not attached to the television series, um so if I was not a telltale or fan or a fan of the comic books I don't know how I would feel about it and maybe I I don't know it's hard to say like maybe I'll maybe I'll feel differently once this episode wraps up or once the series wraps up but right now I'm halfway through an episode and and had I not already been kind of attached to this character I don't know that I would have been super drawn into it Really but so but, but that you, could change think, by the end of the first episode as well. But right now, but, sorry, problem, go ahead.
0: Do you think that's a problem for the character itself or just this particular narrative? Is like the character not an interesting character at all or is just the, She's just
1: no, she's a super interesting character. I just don't know it, it's hard. I, I'll I'll revisit this next week after I finish the episode because okay. right now I'm halfway through, so I I feel like it's still just in that kind of building period okay um so i'll revisit this next week but but in any case it's cool if you like the walking dead if you like telltale games it's it's 15 bucks for the whole season of this one because it'll only be three episodes we got one today one will launch in march and one will launch in april and then hopefully we'll hear something about so sorry hopefully we'll hear something about season three of the uh main walking dead game and maybe it's not that maybe there's nothing wrong with the game maybe i just really want to see what happened to clementine
0: (laughs) Um and, uh the Telltale games run on a ooh, runs on a proprietary engine called the Telltale Tool.
1: Yes, and it's been they've been using that forever. Yeah. And it's showing its age. It's Absolutely. pretty though. This one's this one I mean, Walking the first Walking Dead game looked okay. It it looked not great when it came out, but it kinda had a cool stylistic aspect. And then the Walking Dead uh season two heavily improved on that, and this one looks even better than the Walking Dead two did. It just doesn't run overly smoothly.
0: Hmm. Um, is that it for, for you?
1: That's it for me. Yeah.
0: So, um, uh, the only thing uh, this last week that um I really played heavily, other than like uh, playing some Super Mario 3D Land before bed, uh, is I got into the Division beta, and um, uh, pretty much played it all the way to max level. Um, it's um, it's good. It's really so far. It's really good. I was really intrigued with it. They have like a base building mechanic where you can um, level up different wings of uh, your like main base. So you can like there's a medical field, a security field, and a tech field. Um, the quests. It feels very Destiny esque with these <laughs> different uh, like tiers of characters. Um, but um, and uh, it 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 feels like the perfect combination of realistic and eccentric fantasy. There's like a group of characters um, that call themselves the Firemen, and they're, they go around with flamethrowers trying to like get rid. They're trying to like get rid of the smallpox disease by just burning everything and burning (laughs) people. And like, um, so they're, they're really these fantastic kind of group of characters, uh, this faction. Um, But uh, everything is set in reality, like real weapons, physics feel good, door closing physics, closed all the doors. Um, Didn't shoot any tires. You did not? I did not shoot any tires. The, um, where the game shines, and this is, they only had two story missions uh, in the, the beta, but where the game shines is the Dark Zone, and um, where basically it's the PvP area, it's like the Badlands, I think that's what they're called, or the, the Wilderness from RuneScape, where pretty much like, everybody's fair game, but the moment you attack somebody first, you get marked, mm-hmm. um, you get marked as rogue, and depending on like, how many people you kill, your rogue level goes up. And the higher the rogue level, the bigger uh, like the bounty on your head gets, and the bigger like attention uh, you draw like on the radar, like you show, start to show up on people's radar. So walking around the the, the wasteland, I was playing it with a friend of mine, and you know, pretty much like you'd walk past other players and you wouldn't do anything. And the whole point of the dark zone is going out to get uh, like end game loot and, and fight some like harder enemies, and all the loot you get has to be. Extracted by a helicopter. So you have to go to extraction points, shoot up a flare, wait for the helicopter to show up, dump your loot off so that it can get disinfected, because this is like where the pandemic started. Um, so if you when you shoot off a flare, it gets announced everywhere. It makes a big loud noise, so everybody can come and like drop off their loot too. But rogue players can come in and shoot it off. Very, very fun. Uh going around the dark zone alone is really stressful and really tense. And it may it reminded me of playing airsoft and like a ba- uh, some abandoned missile silos that are in my area where you're just walking real slow, looking around every corner you see someone run by and you just hide and wait to see if like a, a fight happens really cool, really fun. It's going to be a day one or week one purchase for me. Definitely. Um, but I sure as hell ain't going to pre-order it and that's it. Great. Nice. Actually. And
2: I had one more thing because I teased it earlier and I don't want to disappoint. Cock, cock so piece. no, um, just about street fighter five. Um, I bought Apparently it. Apparently it's
0: getting its arcade mode.
2: <laughs> Holy fuck. Like I bought it last week and obviously I, you know, Juan and I especially have both been covering it extensively since it was announced. And I was really excited to play it. There was not one single piece of news or advertisement or interview um text or anything that let anybody know that it was going to be missing as much content as it was. And <laughs> yeah, To me, like, that's the worst part of it. I mean, they had an interview where they said the story mode would come later, fine. But the story mode is separate from the arcade mode, which has been a standard for, like, 30 years. There's no way that anyone would have thought that it could have been missing. But not only is it missing... And that's not even the worst part. Not only is arcade mode missing, but there's no way to play against the computer in a standard match at all. Is it only online? Essentially. Like, the only way that you could play against the computer is through survival mode, which somehow made it ahead of arcade. Um, The story mode, which isn't even like a... Like survival, of course, is different from a standard three-round match. So that's not even really like an authentic way to play if you're trying to practice, especially because it's a new game with new mechanics. Even a lot of the old characters are completely different. So the only way that you could play against someone if you're not online is, or against a computer, I should say, is to play the survival mode play the pro, the current story mode they have, which is just a short prologue for every character. And each match is only like one or two, like each story is maybe only one or two one-round matches where the computer is like completely brain-dead and you both start off with like full power with all of your meters filled and everything so that you could just breeze through them. And really? then the other way, and like the only real saving grace of the game is its training mode is really in-depth and you can set the AI to perform certain actions and stuff so you could figure out how to deal with them in a, in like a fight situation. So you could fight the computer there, but again, it's training mode. So you're just fighting with infinite health until you get bored. And even for all the good that they do with the new training mode, they cut out the trial mode, which was made popular by street fighter four, where it taught you how to do combos. And then you would try to pull them off before you moved on to harder ones and you progressively got better. And I think the most insane thing is just how much people are like the Capcom fans are trying to defend it
0: it's 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 completely egregious it's a sixty dollar title isn't it
2: yeah 60 bucks it's yeah like I'm I'm, tr- I'm in the process of trying to convince Best Buy to let me return it even though it's opened because I'm like it's not as advertised
0: uh you should exchange it and then go to a different Best Buy and, and return, return the it. Unop-
2: yeah that's what I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna try to be upfront about it because I have a lot of stuff that I'm buying next week anyway so I don't care like if they just let me do it for store credit but if they don't then I'm gonna end up doing that as a site' hmm. like
0: a backup yeah all right. Uh, mission objectives. Yeah. What do you say? Yes. Last week we asked you, what's the stupidest game you ever spent an exorbitant amount of time on? And oh boy, do I have responses? I'm going to go real quick. Rick L said destiny. I won't ever get that one day of my <laughs> life back. Uh, Jeff B said E.T. Anthony P said, wow. K concurred. Nick N said persona 4 golden. Never again. And I don't want to. I feel this, like, uh, did
1: these people read the question wrong? Stupid. I feel like these a lot of these games aren't stupid except for Destiny and ET.
0: But you know, maybe they, you know, to each their own. To each their own. Um, uh, J.O. or Jules. O. Oh, <laughs> J.O. Jackoff. Uh, Dragon Age sucked. Skyrim is way better. Um, uh, and then the Persona for Gold guy, uh, Nick N, said uh, P4G cost me 70 some odd hours in my first playthrough. I'm not going to talk about the rest um alan g said the looney, tunes game, the looney tunes games for snes pissed me off as a child and yet i still played it over and over again
1: oh the the genesis one was amazing
0: uh the JC tiny, tiny said, tunes
1: ones are really good tiny,
0: Toons, tiny that's tunes that's what i'm tiny tunes that's
1: what i'm thinking of uh, tiny tunes, Toons tunes for, for genesis
0: yeah. Buster
2: bust loose was my favorite
0: oh uh, yeah um i do what the rule 34 is on the tiny tunes
1: oh god <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm sure uh, you'll pop it into the chat yeah. Any minute now. Um, Why does
1: one wonder that? Why would that? <laughs> I feel like a thought like that would never cross my head, cross um, my mind.
0: What's What's the deal with Persona Four Golden?
1: That's a Vita remake.
2: And is it is it bad or no? It's good. It's some. Um, it's probably the second best Vita game. See, next I, to Gravity see I feel Rush.
1: like he and the fact that he said he spent seventy hours on his first playthrough. I think he didn't read the question right or something like that. Yeah,
2: that was that was my first. Uh, Playthrough 2 is about 70 hours. Oh. Um, uh,
0: Brett V said, Dick Tracy for the for Sega. Rachel oh, G said, awful. Um, My friends play Peggle. I'm more into Hexic. <laughs> um, hey man, Hexic
2: HD. Yeah, that's yeah what, man. That, that's what carried us through those dark early days of the 360.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Carl H said, uh, Mad Max, Ness, Look this game up. It just has two levels and loops, but I still love to play it. Rachel G said, um, uh oh. Uh no, that's stupid. Sorry, Rachel. Um. And then uh, Kyle came back and said, "Time Splitters 2. Um. Tristan M said, "League of Legends and Destiny." And then, and then he said, "Actually, Call of Duty four and Gears of War." Um. Spencer W said, "Sonic Adventure, Chaos Gardens." Fuck you. That game was amazing. Sonic Adventure, K- raising those chow. That I mean, amazing. Uh. Lee N said, "I spent a lot of time to get a max level character on EverQuest. That was stupid. Although I spent a week." I uh, spent a week camped into one spot trying to get this mask for my bard that would give him a halfling race illusion. I'll use him twice an hour to see if the rare spawn was up, and he had like a 2%, drop, uh, 2% chance to drop that damn mask. Never got it. I had a shaman, though, that could just make an l- illusion potion, so I resorted to slaying halflings for their meat. The end the game is addicting. Evercrack. It's a million times easier, though, now. Dylan B. said, Flappy Bird. Cody W. said Sneak King, <laughs> which is an amazing game. That's not. Well, I guess it's kind of stupid. And then uh, Tassia, Tassiana, Tassiana N said Vanilla WoW because now people can literally just throw money at Blizz and obtain what took a year plus of gameplay to obtain. At least I got friends out of it now. Hilarious Ventrilo conversations from rating MC for seven hours on end. Do you guys get any responses?
1: Uh, yeah, I've got a few. Uh Eric F said, "WWE Raw Two for the original Xbox, awful wrestling game, and somehow I was addicted."
0: Is that our Eric F or in versus Eric F? Uh,
1: versus. Depends on the depends on the day. Uh, <laughs> Josh then replied, "Press Y to interfere," and Eric <laughs> F said, "My rival interferes, beats up my opponent, ref does nothing." <laughs> yeah, uh, our own you. Matthew Mutt, Mo- <laughs> our own Matthew Rodriguez said, "Maple story." Uh, Dylan S said SpongeBob SquarePants the movie. Luke A said Avatar for Xbox 360. Uh, uh, Miles H said, hard to define stupid. I'm going to say Mortar, M O R T Y R, which is essentially the inspiration to the latest Wolfenstein game, but 15 years ago, it was a horrible execution of a brilliant idea. I Michael fucking B
2: knew it. said, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I Michael heard the B. Skype thing go off, and I'm like, I fucking knew it.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> uh that's why i turn my monitor off when we're podcasting so i don't have to see any of this stuff uh well michael b said well it's not the same kind of stupid but metal slug 3 kyle a said mod nation racers for the ps3 never have i been so upset paying for a video game uh eric d said putt putt and freddie fish and Graham h said the outfit it came with my 360 and i understand why
2: the outfit (laughs) i remember that game that was that military game that was like an early 360 game.
0: Oh, it looks awful. Isn't
2: um, that from the
1: makers of The Division? I think so.
0: THQ and Relic. Mm. But, um. Division's Ubisoft. Oh. Get your shit together, Derek.
1: That get up on this
0: Tiny Tunes Rule 34.
1: Oh, fuck. No, nope, I'm not going to do that.
2: I didn't get any responses. Well, I didn't post the question, but in. in lieu <laughs> <of> the...
1: <laughs> Well, we never heard Josh's. Yeah, but I was going to say, in
2: lieu of that, I'll give mine since I didn't. And it's not, the game itself isn't stupid, but the result was fucking stupid. So I spent, I'm really like neurotic about doing everything 100% legit on Pokemon. So instead of hacking stuff, I would go to another state to get like whatever whatever they're giving away. Jesus, tits. Like I had all these really cool, rare Pokemon that you can't get otherwise. And they had like different trainer IDs too to identify that they're from those events. And I think I transferred every Pokemon I had from every game that I owned up until that point as far as they would let you transfer on my Pokemon Diamond version. And I, it combined, it had to have been, I think there was 300 hours, 323 hours on the Diamond copy. And then you count the 200 hours on the Sapphire that I transferred those Pokemon from and then like the 40 to 80 here and there on the remakes where I don't spend as much time on. Jesus. Like, e- we're easily looking at like 600 700 hours worth of effort and like a freaking moron like I put all of my Pokemon games in one like carrying case and oh I took fuck. them to a different event I took them to like a Toys R Us to download something new and I we still don't know what happened to this day but I'm almost positive that we left it there oh. and that was just everything I
1: just and that's the most Josh has ever cried in one day dude oh.
2: no it's not even Megan's games were in there too and I'm not even fucking joking, like, we spent the next three days just laying in bed. Like I <laughs> bet, that's awful. Like, we, didn't, we didn't even fucking do anything. It was like someone died. Well, Jesus. I mean, and
1: those three days in bed did not amount to one-tenth of the hours that went into that case. Exactly. <laughs> that's and rough. We,
2: we had just bought black and white, and I was putting off transferring the Pokemon into black and white, and I regretted it so <laughs> much
0: after oh. And you
1: still had, the, the, that cartridge was still in your console, so you still had that game?
0: Yeah, we still had our black and white. Oh, like everything
1: before that that
0: was gone. Oh fucking hey, you win, man. You and win. And
1: then they made Pokemon Bank and you signed up on day one.
0: Exactly. My, my that's for
1: backing up your Pokemon, like right? Yeah, that's for yeah. backing them up, yeah.
0: Oh, um another uh sorry, the what? person
1: that found that case though, like that's <laughs> the best Chris like that's better than Christmas.
2: It kind of made up for itself because a few years later I was trying to get the Mew back from Pokemon Ranch which was similar to Pokemon bank, but not connected to the internet. It was like the Wii internal storage. Oh, really? And you you could get a Mew in that game by storing a thousand Pokemon into it. And I kind of lucked out because I decided I want to get that Mew again. So I bought another copy of Pokemon Pearl and it literally had every Pokemon in the game, like on the cartridge and not just like, not just the Pokedex filled, but they went through the trouble of getting like a Squirtle and then a War Turtle and then a Blastoise and then a, oh like geez every, like every every letter of the unknown like if you're unfamiliar with the unknown they yeah there's all like, one
1: there's like 26 27. right 27 28
2: now because they added a question mark and an exclamation point but yeah Jesus he had Christ. he had every individual unknown and everything so that's crazy so yeah
0: okay uh that's really depressing uh mission objective of this week do you ever spend money on free-to-play titles which ones why or why not i know josh spends money on free-to-play titles
2: <laughs> nintendo Batch <badge> collector what <laughs> yeah that well that's the only one i've only ever spent like four bucks on it but that's four more dollars than i should have i feel really embarrassed
1: i don't even know why i told you guys this <laughs> <laughs>
0: you told to literally dozens of listeners
1: <laughs> i feel like it's funny that you're embarrassed about talking about that and shane's all like rule 34 weird stuff like constantly do you think there's
0: rule 34 but, Mew? but I mean the
1: rule 34 is free
0: oh, I'm sure there's websites to charge for it yes there is
1: I'm sure there's websites chain chains paid for it on
2: see the thing is too it's frustrating like and I think I said this last time but this makes me uncomfortable for some reason <laughs> and just now I mean yeah I thought I thought that tiny tunes was crossing the threshold of like embarrassment <laughs>
0: Well, there was a picture on there of the skunk from Tiny Toons and Tails from Sonic, so at least people are getting creative with the crossovers.
2: There you go. It's better than Project Zone 2. That's not true. <laughs> I love that game. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. It's weird, like, going from the Vita, where on the Vita, I can download an entire Hyper Dimension Neptunia theme for a dollar, and it comes with icons, and it comes with backgrounds, and it comes with so much stuff, custom music. And then I could pay a dollar the same price I could pay for the badge arcade where I might get something, but I'm not guaranteed to get anything. And it's just the icons that don't necessarily even do anything aside from act as decoration. It's like such a waste of money and it's such a horrible concept, but there's been like the way that they hook you sometimes is that every once in a while they'll say they'll have an exclusive background theme that you could only get from spending $2 in that week. So then sometimes I'll like try to get something on the free plays they give you. And I'll just barely miss it. And I'll be like, well, there's a theme that I, that theme looks pretty cool. I'll just spend $2 today to, (laughs) that way I could get the badges that I want now. And then I'll get that theme and then I won't have to play it anymore. So like, that's the only time I've spent money on it. But even then I feel like
1: filthy afterwards. Fucking
0: miserable. Derek, how about you? Uh,
1: I have a couple of times and I can't recall really what, the only one I can think of is there was a Game, I think it was called Order and Chaos, which was like a WoW clone for iOS. And I bought a bunch of stuff for that, like a bunch of stuff, so I could. Oh it was shit! Basically that like, reminds me. It was basically like free pl- free to play, but you could purchase like gold and stuff to like help your character out. And so I think I did some of that. It's there's um. Been a, go ahead. Sorry. Th- there's been a couple of other ones as well, and typically I think that the only things I bought in most of them is there would be like some item that would double how fast you collect coins or resources or something like that. And so I was like, Oh, I can spend a dollar instead of spending $20 on the money itself and then earn it twice as fast type things. And and I think that's pretty much it from what I can think of. Um, I'm totally like, I mean, if you're downloading a game for free and spending hours on it and enjoying it, like, hell yeah, pay something like, like, we've talked about free to play at length. And, you know, we're in this culture now where for a lot of people to even look at a game on their cell phone or whatever, it needs to be that free to play title. Um, or they're not even going to give the 99 cents to try it. But then those same people will spend money on it once they're hooked on it. And, and that's whatever. But, you know, I'm p- a pretty firm believer. And if if you're downloading this for free and you're spending hours on it and enjoying it, like why not throw them a few bucks or whatever? Um, and yeah, I know like my f- uh, fiance has uh, she's played a bunch of free to play games. She's into this game called like covet or something on the iPad, which has you designing fashions and stuff like that so she's she, it, it, she's she played that game a lot before she got into Fallout Shelter and uh, uh spent some money on that she's bought so you know she really likes Crossy Road so she's bought some of the premium characters for Crossy Road uh i think she's bought a couple of lunch boxes or something in Fallout Shelter actually uh, it looks
0: like covet it's got a lot of like like first name brand names. Like, oh, like covet,
1: covet is huge i think i saw a tv commercial for it and it was like yeah it's it, like there will be real fashion brands and it's like it, it i mean if there was like a dude version of it it looks like it's addicting as hell like you're it gives you a you know a theme that you're going for and you have to design it based on the stuff in your wardrobe um and then uh other like once you're once you've completed other people actually re- like it'll pop up two different uh characters like like outfits and you choose one um and then you get like a rating type thing which earns you credits and it earns you items and stuff like that um it's pretty it's a pretty well done game actually but uh yeah she you know she's dropped some money on that some of that stuff as well and it's cool
0: i mean if you're having fun with it um exactly
1: i mean i um, I, and if you're not having fun with it you're not you're gonna stop playing it you're gonna delete it off your phone
0: yeah um I've actually spent money on a lot of um, free to play games. Uh, I have Pokemon. Fuck, what's the uh, the the matching one? Shuffle. Yeah, uh, I've spent money on Pokemon good Shuffle.
1: I fucking love that game.
0: Yeah, I spent some money on there. Um, that was like my therapy for when like I was up uh, with anxiety and I couldn't sleep. I would play that um, last year. Uh, you said free. You said uh, that game. Order of Chaos. That's by GameLoft, who yeah. also does the My Little Pony game. I've definitely thrown money at that, um, not a whole lot, like five bucks. Uh, I mostly use my Google Rewards uh, in there. But um, there's a there's a free to play MMO called Terra Online that is actually really really fun. It's like a third person action MMO. Mm-hmm. I've Had a lot of uh, fun playing that, and um, it's free to play. But uh, mostly they uh, they sell cosmetic stuff. So I bought a bunch of I bought some cute swimsuits for my cat girls. Um, uh, some cosmetic stuff there. I can't think of it. I've uh, definitely thrown a lot of money for case keys in Counter Strike. Like, that's not a free to play game, but I've thrown an, at least the game's sale price mm-hmm. back at it for keys and cases. So, um, yeah, and I know. I, I, I have. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, I say that you know if if you're in, if there's, you shouldn't feel ashamed to want to throw money at a free to play game um, if you're enjoying it. Uh what I hate is that there's there's free-to-play games that purposely like give you fucking really weird levels. Um there's a YouTuber that goes by the name of uh Cat Icarus, and he did an episode on this iOS game where it's like level 150 of some like flower matching game and it's like bejeweled and candy crush and all that stuff, but there's a level that where it specifically is designed that you that there's like a one in like one thousand percent chance to to do it on your own without buying power-ups oh, and really? and i i think shit like that is yeah that's weird. pretty
1: shit like that's shady
0: yeah but like games it's like very,
1: it's very different for a game that you're in you know you're enjoying that you want to put money into to enhance your experience versus a game that is designed to make you have to spend the money on it to continue
0: yeah absolutely um so uh around the site boys what do we got for around the site
1: uh, for me, I would just like to talk about uh, it. It actually is not up on the site, um, at this point. But uh, this Sunday, February twenty eighth at one o'clock Pacific time, uh, Jonathan will actually be live in Los Angeles, recording, uh, and streaming the four hundredth episode of Geekscape. Uh, which is a lot of fucking episodes. Um, I mean, I've been listening to, you know, whether like Geekscape or Geekdrome or w- in whatever capacity. I've been listening to it since I was like 15 years old, I think. Maybe even 14 years old, uh, which seems crazy to me um, that it's been going on for that that long. And, uh, you know, and it's cool because it started as this, you know, it was this dude that was into cool stuff that I was into. And, it you know, it was... I I was from a small town and I didn't have, there wasn't a lot of people that were kind of into that same stuff. So to be able to listen to this guy, talk about this stuff week to week and everything like that. um, It was something that I just really looked forward to. And now he's like one of my best friends. So that's pretty cool. But uh, if you head to the stream.tv, so T H E S T R E A M dot TV, 1 PM Pacific time on uh, this Sunday, we're going to be, Celebrating uh, a lot of years of Geekscape, and uh, we'd love for you guys to take part.
0: Absolutely, we'll be we'll be skyping in. Uh, hopefully, uh, the night before, I'm competing in a DJ competition, so hopefully, I can get my ass up at noon to come be on that. No, I will. I definitely will.
1: Yep, I'll be there. He'll be there in person.
0: Absolutely. And what's your on the site? Josh. Um, mine is
2: going to be the Pokemon tournament competition that's going to be this saturday just because i'm planning on being there at my local one and i hope anyone who's in the area might show up if not go to your own and if not whatever i'm not (laughs) not gonna blame you for not going though because nintendo only picked like eight locations to have this at and they're all like in the middle of nowhere so Mm. it's not like they're making it easy on
0: here Uh my around the site um there's a very interesting uh quick editorial on Gravity Falls and how a very popular um television show uh, cartoon show had a hard ending in the story uh which is something you don't see um on with American um uh, narratives uh like like Gravity Falls and um the ACZ that's Adam right Yes I can never remember that I'm so so bad at it uh, wrote a pretty good um uh little write up on it and it, it brings up some good points and it and it reminds me of you know there's 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 great, great anime narratives that end and it's an encompassed story and there's no reason not to have, you know, uh something end like that. You can have it end on and up. You just don't have to like completely, you know, beat the, the horse dead and you know try to like milk it for money. You know, some of the the best narratives I enjoy are, you know, short form OVA animes that you know go for 26 episodes and they're done so interesting thing to ponder that was episode 66 of the Geekscape Games podcast it is finally over Uh, I say that because
1: because I was supposed to go to bed an hour and a half ago
0: and I have to call a client who's been emailing me so you can find us on geekscape.net (laughs) shaneohair.com what? Uh, oh yeah that's right fuck (laughs) shaneohair.org uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, oh God, did my mic fall out? I, okay, I'm good. Uh, you're
1: good. You're fine.
0: Uh, Twitter at Geekscape Games. Uh, I'm at Shane O'Hare on Twitter. SSJkin on gaming platforms.
1: I am at D. Cranervelt on Twitter and at uh or at uh <laughs> and Captain K17 <laughs> on gaming platforms.
2: And I'm at Inu Joshua just about everywhere. Are you
0: at Inu Joshua on
2: Rule34.com? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a couple minutes.
0: <laughs> All right, I uh, will see you guys back here next week. Bye everybody. Bye.
2: Bye. <laughs>